Good Oral Health is about more than just brushing and flossing your teeth. Dental disease is 100% preventable, and it starts at home with you. Yep, you heard me right. Cavities are a disease and not something our children should just get. Your mouth is a window into your body, and it has an effect on your speech, breathing, chewing, heart health, so much more, and we're not listening to it. Come along with me on this journey, and I'll give you a whole new perspective of the importance of taking care of your mouth and the long-term effects it has not only on your oral health, but also your overall systemic health. On this podcast, we'll bring you a mixture of professionals, experts in the field that will give you advice and action steps you can take with your kids in different situations. We're also going to have moms, dads, caregivers, just like you, having the same struggles that you are, because together we can make a difference and help keep our kids healthy. Because a healthy mouth is a healthy body and a healthy life. And it all starts with you. Welcome back to the Healthy Mouth Movement Podcast. The integral connection of mouth breathing, sleep, and overall health and happiness. Embracing healthy habits and holistic well-being. The quest for health, we often focus on exercise, diet, overlooking two critical aspects of our well-being, which is breathing habits, particularly through our mouth and our sleep patterns. These elements are deeply interconnected and play a vital role in our overall health. Let's dive into how adopting healthy habits in these areas can lead to more fulfilling, joyful life. Mouth breathing is more than just a habit. Mouth breathing might seem like a trivial concern, but it can have far-reaching effects on our health. When we breathe through our mouth, particularly during sleep, it can lead to a host of problems, including reduced oxygen absorption. It bypasses the nasal filtration system, leading to lower levels of oxygen in our bloodstream. It can create dental health issues because it dries out our mouth, which increases our risk of oral infections, bad breath, cavities, bleeding gums, and sleep disturbances and mouth breathing are linked to snoring, clenching, grinding, sleep apnea and serious sleep disorders. It knocks us out of our circadian rhythm and keeps our body in fight or flight, which then affects our memory as well. The power of sleep is the cornerstone of health. Sleep is not just a period of rest. It's a state where your body undergoes repair, rejuvenation, restoring your body. Poor sleep quality exacerbates the mouth breathing in other conditions. It weakens our immune system. Lack of sleep makes us more susceptible to illness, mental health struggles. Chronic sleep deprivation is linked to high rates of depression, anxiety, and stress. Cognitive impairment. It affects our memory, our mood, our judgment, and our ability to concentrate. It also can create gut issues because when we breathe through our mouth, it throws off the microbiome not only in our mouth, but in our gut, which affects reflux, air in our stomach, irritable bowel. All of these things are so interconnected. So why aren't we not bridging the gap? between mouth breathing and sleep. And why aren't we talking about it more? Mouth breathing and poor quality sleep are intertwined in a vicious cycle. Mouth breathing can disrupt your natural sleep cycles, leading to higher stress, less restorative sleep, putting our body into fight or flight and disrupting our mood, our energy levels, our blood pressure, our cortisol, increasing weight gain and making us crave more sugar, which affects our overall health. People who have irregular sleep patterns have a higher risk of dementia, cardiovascular disease, than those who get more regular sleep. Sleep health recommendations often focus on getting the recommended seven to nine hours of sleep with less emphasis on regular sleep schedules. Findings suggest that a person that has a regular sleep schedule is reduces their risk of chronic illness as less than 1% reduction of deep sleep per year for people over 60 years of age translates to a 27% increased risk of dementia. 
So 1% of disrupted sleep increases your risk by 27% of having dementia or Alzheimer's. Oxygen is a crucial element for physiological functioning for humans. In particular, the brain functions are critically dependent on a minimal amount of circulating blood levels. Oxygen, immediate lasting dysfunction can result in hypoxic episodes. So Some people, when they have sleep apnea, stop breathing or have pauses of breathing, making them hypotic, meaning that they don't get enough oxygen. But if you're mouth breathing, it actually creates an 18% reduction in oxygen to your brain when you sleep. So mouth breathing is really, really important. And that's why we should not do it. And we should look into why we aren't breathing through our nose. Is it a habit or can we not breathe through our nose? If you could not breathe through your nose and keep your lips together when you're awake for three minutes, you really need to see an ENT and find out why, not just accept the fact that that's the way it's been and you can't breathe through your nose. Unless you've had some type of an accident where you can't truly breathe through your nose, you're never going to be healthy if you're a mouth breather. Exposure to high levels of oxygen encourages your brain to remain in deep restorative sleep, according to a new study at the University of Alberta's neuroscientists. And they researched the potential of oxygen therapy in a clinical setting, making sure that you're getting more oxygen to your brain and your blood cells. Effective sleep and health education combined with different therapies can improve irregular sleep patterns. Stress and mouth breathing activate brain cells called microarousals that interrupt the sleep cycle, decreasing the duration of sleep episodes, according to the School of Medicine at the University of Pennsylvania. So when we don't sleep and we have these microarousals, which you might even not know are happening, it could even just be getting up and going to the bathroom, night sweats, tossing and turning, not necessarily actually stopping breathing. While our bodies at rest and we're asleep, our brains are still active during the four different stages of sleep. In each 90-minute sleep cycle, there are three stages of non-REM sleep and one stage of rapid eye movement, REM sleep. During these different stages of sleep, brainwaves, heartbeat slow, your body temperatures did decrease. The two stages that include unique brain activity called spindles and K-complexes are short bursts of activity that are responsible for stimulating and consolidating our memory. So when we can't remember things, it's because we didn't get that proper sleep. That's when our body stores those memories. Those core memories that we talk about are stored in our sleep. And your body also releases growth hormone, which is important to repairing the body, keeping your immune system healthy, and improving memory function. During phase three, the brainwaves are larger, called delta waves. REM sleep that happens in this stage when dream occurs, and it is crucial for memory formation, emotional processing, and brain development. So you can see if our kids are getting knocked out of that sleep, why they might have behavioral issues or emotional outbursts. When you get a bad night's sleep, you notice your memory isn't that great, and your emotions might be all over the place. A bad night's sleep interrupts this process throughout the body, and it's even more heightened in individuals who are have stress-related sleep disorders. And more restful sleep allows their brain to complete those important processes. Our human race can be traced back to Africa around 300,000 years ago, where environmental factors shaped the biological features of our face. Our ancestors evolved under different environmental conditions than we have today, which resulted in an accumulation of lineage-specific genetic variation phenotypes. So we have different phenotypes that we call how our face looks. And you can have a longer face, a shorter face, a square face, our diet, our sleep, our breathing. Theirs was better than ours is today. And it's changing how our faces look. 
changes in sleep patterns, exposure to light, behavior, they all have consequences that have led to evolutionary adaptions and changes. Scientists have previously explored the evolution of circadian adaption in insects, plants, fish, and it's not as well studied in humans, but there are studies that show that this is happening. So cultivating healthy habits is going to be important to break this cycle, improve our health and our happiness. And there are several strategies that you can focus on. Focus on nasal breathing, on conscious breathing through your nose through the day, at night, taping your lips under the guidance of a healthcare professional, making sure you can breathe before you do this. But I tape my mouth before I go to bed at night and now I sleep better. I have improved sleep, regular sleep, making sure you have a good sleep environment, meaning lowering the temperature in the room, relaxing, not looking at your phone, taking some deep breaths before you fall asleep, getting your body prepared to sleep, making sure that you don't eat right before you go to bed because then your body is still working on digestion instead of on sleep. Seeking professional help if you suspect you have a sleep disorder, sleep apnea, contacting a healthcare provider, staying hydrated. That's going to reduce dryness in your mouth and improve overall health. And mindful lifestyle choices, which means maybe meditation, yoga, deep breathing exercises, box breathing, and a balanced diet. All of these things are going to be really important. And that's where a myofunctional therapist can help you on the lower end or get you to the healthcare professional that you need to be able to breathe better and sleep better. So the road to happiness is addressing your mouth breathing, prioritizing good sleep, and significantly enhancing your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. These habits are not just pathways to better health. They're stepping stones to a healthier, more fulfilled life. Remember, health is holistic and it builds on everything else. The way we breathe, the way we sleep are important. What we eat, how we move. Let's embrace all of these aspects of our health and take strides in having a healthier self. My motto for 2024 is restore in 24. Our body repairs and restores itself when it sleeps. Our body's clock keeps our metabolism, our blood pressure, our heart rate on schedule. When we sleep, if these patterns are disrupted, it disrupts our whole body. The bad news is there's no one pill, supplement, vitamin, exercise, or breathing techniques that will fix all of your sleep and health problems. It took a lifetime of poor habits, bad habits, poor diet, environmental harm that led to your current state. So one thing isn't going to get you out of it. There are environmental toxins, poisons in our food, water, surroundings, medications that we take. And through the last decades, I think there's a number of medications and foods that have been recalled and found to have serious long-term side effects like ibuprofen, if you take too much of it, affect your kidneys, stomach acid blockers, ambient deodorant with aluminum in it, which I didn't know was a thing until I had cancer. And even baby powder has been toxic. The good news are there are proven ways that we can slow this long-term damage and reverse it all. But you have to know how to remove the toxins in your body and even just be aware. The most basic principle that I can emphasize is good nasal breathing 24-7, especially at night when you sleep. And if you don't know that you have have obstructive sleep apnea, which most modern humans don't, but most humans have some degree of sleep disruption. So check out Dr. Stephen Park MD's book, Sleep Interrupted. That will help talk about some of this stuff. But when you eat, you directly and indirectly affect your metabolism, your sleep, your hormones, the neurotransmitters. Long-term eating an unhealthy diet can lead to overweight, to risk factors of diabetes, high blood pressure, cancer, heart disease, obstructive sleep apnea, or higher infection or complications 
Toxic foods, personal care products, household items, endocrine disruptors in our environment, our air pollution, not only poison our body, but they prevent proper digestion, absorption of nutrients, vitamins, and minerals. Toxins and antibiotics also destroy the gut microbiome. So now we need to recognize how important our immune system and nervous system is, how it's all connected. And poor nutrition and toxin exposures lead to underdeveloped jaw and crowded teeth and airways in our kids. So we need to start looking at this stuff earlier. Besides what we eat, our body is exposed to so much. There's another important factor that we take for granted, that's sunlight and optimal circadian rhythm. We need to get more sun, more vitamin D. Modern society is now completely out of sync with the natural rhythms of daylight. Recent findings show the importance of sunlight to antioxidants, melatonin in our mitochondria. And it's not something that mainstream medicine is likely to incorporate in their curriculum. So a lot of times your doctors don't even know about this stuff or know to look for this stuff. So that's why it's important when we talk about being healthy and stress management, we talk about our respiratory system. We talk about toxins, poor sleep, not getting enough exercise, poor diets. And we look at what's happening. Doctors and alternative practitioners mainly offer one form of treatment. And it's a comprehensive lifestyle management that we rarely look at in addressing underlying root causes and even breathing problems. We aren't looking at the stuff. So if you're struggling with nighttime arousals, waking up, feeling like you have less than five hours of sleep when you actually had more sleep, there is hope. But if you think there's just one pill that's going to help you sleep better, that's probably unlikely. Even if you find something that helps, it might help for a little bit to some degree, but sooner it will wear off. You need to really look at everything in a holistic approach, look at everything. That's why it's important to address all areas one level at a time, starting with the low hanging fruit with how do you breathe and look at what better outcomes can you have to have lasting effects on your overall health. It's important to note that not everyone needs everything. Our bodies are a well-oiled machine and they compensate when you don't even know it and they make changes for us to help us survive. So it's time that we really look at our body, sit and think about how is our body functioning? How are we breathing? How are we sleeping? How are we feeling? Consider looking at your basic needs, one missing puzzle piece at a time. How are you breathing? How are you sleeping? Taking ownership of your health is a better way to help revitalize your health and your life. Make the choice to reach your goals, better breathing, better sleeping, losing weight, thinking more clearly and enjoying your life. And it all starts with how are you breathing? How is your mouth? What's happening in your gut? A healthy mouth truly is a healthy body and a happy, healthy life. Thanks for listening. If I can help, click the link below and schedule a 15 minute call with me and we can talk about what's going on with you and who you need to get to, to get the help that you need to breathe better, sleep better and live a healthier life. As always, thanks for listening. Till next time. Thank you for listening today. If something you heard made you smile, made you think, empowered you, awakened you, or left you feeling inspired, make sure you share this with a friend. Write us a review on iTunes so we can continue to change lives through this content. Make sure you tag us while you're listening on our Facebook page, Dental Hygiene 411, or hit the link in the show notes to join a conversation. Until next time, breathe through your nose and share a smile. After all, they're contagious.